life in the land of the ice and snow. My name is Heather, and my guest today is Rosa from Spain. Hello, hello. Hola. Nice. Hola. I just went to Spain last week, so you can see how fabulous my Spanish is now. Hola. That's about it. So I thought it'd be a lot of fun to talk to you today because, like I said, Thank we just you. got back from a trip to Spain, mm-hmm. and you've been a friend of mine for quite a few years. But it makes it more fun when it's fresh, right? But how long have you been here in Sweden? Twenty nineteen twenty. Me. What year did you come? Ninety six. Oh, you've been here more than twenty. I moved to here ninety six, but then I spent like one year in Barcelona because I had to study just for one year, one and a half, I think. So, you know, I try not to think about it. I try not to think about it. Oh my god, time just goes so fast. So I'm like, oh, I know. Sometimes it's easier if you measure like by the age of your kids, and then you know, okay, how long was I here before that? Mm, That's true. So you're originally from Barcelona. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Is it's your life goal to move back eventually? Yeah. Well, um, I don't blame you. I can see I, that. I have to. I have to be honest. I don't think about the weather any longer uh, in the same way as I did before, uh-huh. like several years ago, when I could just get desperate and see the snow and you know watching from the window and just feeling depressed. I I avoid it now. Today, I just focus on what I do every day and try not to look so much through the window. <laughs> no, this is. I mean, seriously, I I. I don't complain that much about weather any longer because it doesn't make me feel good any longer, so to say. I mean, you know. That's good, though, to yeah. just to focus more on, like, your projects or yeah. your work or whatever it is you've got coming up, I think. Right, because I, I'm so tired of it, you know. And I before I used to, uh, you and my husband, and before, like, oh, okay, it's raining today, it's again, again, it's cold, it's minus <laughs> degrees today again, and again, and again. And he, I could see that he got, like, annoyed, so I'm like, okay. I wouldn't say anything about the weather anyway. Why would people settle here? Why? Who would who mm-hmm. would come here originally? They obviously came in the summer and then just right. got stuck here and they were too stubborn to leave. Right. But it is gorgeous in the summer. My husband and I take a vacation every March to celebrate our anniversary. Yeah. And we always try to go to a warmer country. We'll, we'll do Italy, France, Spain. Every year we end up sitting at an outdoor cafe somewhere with a nice drink. And every year my husband has to say, now this is how people should live. These people are sophisticated. They know how to live. They're not sitting here slipping on the ice. Mm -hmm. And then we always have a big discussion. Okay, 20 Mm. years in the future, we're going to have to buy a place. You never know. I mean, that's kind of my plan. I definitely would like to move back tomorrow. I mean... (laughs) But, you know, I don't think that that way any longer because we've thought a lot about this, you know, moving back, you know, getting more sunshine and moving back to my roots. But now, no. But I should ask what brought you to Sweden in the first yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that was, um, when was it? 96, 1996. Yes. Summer. That was uh, June. I got this scholarship from the university in Barcelona where I was studying, where mm. I was like finishing my studies. <laughs> so... I was supposed to look for a job and in Barcelona and, you know. But I get the scholarship for a month. I was so happy, you know, I'm going to Sweden. And so um, I was here in Lidingen in this, uh, not college, but what is it, folk school. And we were different students from the whole Europe, different countries. You know, we could just say, hey, uh, my name is, and, and well, not much, not much. But it was fun. It was like three weeks, I think, three weeks. Lots of fun. After that... I got this summer summer job in um Elderbuende in um the, yeah, like an old, helping old, folks old people mm-hmm. yeah and that would be for a month so that was in July 
the last day I'm working there, you know, I've been working like th- for three weeks just with all ladies. But the last day, I meet this long guy, you know, blonde, I don't know, blue-eyed guy, very <laughs> nice, and starts talking to me, you know, in Swedish, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand him so much. Yeah, nod your head. And- <laughs> oh, yes. But um, so I found him very, you know, interesting and, and, and nice. And there was this, um, what, what do you say, in the year, it was this chemistry or this yes. thing. <laughs> anyway, so we went out for dinner that day, I think, yes. And um, the day after, and that was, that was it. I mean, I never went back to Barcelona where I was supposed to be. <laughs> so, well, things happen. There are things that about food that are better in Spain, yeah. I'm thinking about fish. I'm thinking about meat, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, the fish, they, they have different types of fish that yes, are available there. There's more then, variation. Yeah, here, what is it, salmon so, and that yeah, horse. Cooking. Yeah, you kind of get tired of it sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. And the meat, too. The meat tastes different. It's different. It's different texture. We don't eat meat here any longer. Maybe it's because we're influenced by Maria who is vegan, but um, no, we avoid meat, actually, yes. We we buy a lot of this soya, soya the, fish. The, like meat products. Yeah, are, meat products, yeah. Not meat, but soy not, or but, right, something right. else. Right, and they're Chickies. pretty good. Yeah, and they're yeah. very good, actually. In Spain, it's still something that it's kind of weird, you know. Are you vegan? What is vegan? Uh-huh. What is vegan? What? No, no animals? No, nothing? <laughs> no honey? Why not? But what else with the food have you noticed? Different? Uh, yeah. Hmm. I noticed um, when I was there last week that the a lot of the food, same thing in Italy, it's larger. The the vegetables, yeah. like the bell peppers, are huge. Uh, the onions are huge. You, you forget That's about right. it. But then you That's go there right. and it's it's amazing. And, and <gasps> so much more colorful if you go to one of these food markets or yeah. something. It's just all the colors. and Oh, yes. I mean, we can get some of that here, but it has to be imported, and it's the flavor is kind of gone a little bit. That's right. It's so much fun to go to somewhere like oh, yes. Spain or Italy or oh, somewhere yes. in the south. I can miss that a lot, you know, sometimes these big markets on the street, and oh, God, where you can buy these things, you know, quite cheap, too. Oh. <laughs> You yeah, know, that's salads, thing. green, you know, the color green. I mean, not mm-hmm. just kind of... But so. you get so used to it here and then you go somewhere else and you're like, oh my God, the, mm. the colors of food are so vibrant. Right. <laughs> I mean, not that it's right. completely terrible, but you do see a difference between... Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. When we were in Spain, we we were talking about how much we love the whole concept of tapas and how yeah. many other countries do similar things. In Spain, you have tapas. Mm. Um, in a lot of the Middle Eastern countries, you have the meze. Yeah, um, right. And then in China, it's also a similar popular thing to have all these little dishes right. so you can try right. and everybody kind of shares. I right. love that. Oh, yes. Because there's so many times that I go to a restaurant and I can't decide and you feel like, if I choose oh. the wrong thing, uh-huh, then, uh-huh. then I have mm-hmm. to eat it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Hans will pick something better and I'll just stare at his plate because I didn't like what I ordered right, so much. Right. Sometimes <laughs> we make deals like, if I ate half of this, can we switch? Right, and I have. Right. But the great thing about tapas is yes. it is very practical. Yeah. And I was thinking if you have children, especially when they're smaller, I hate mm. having to go to a restaurant and 
sometimes they don't have a child's plate or if you're in a new country you don't right. know what the portion size is mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then you've got a kid who doesn't eat very much and but you have to order this giant plate of food we try to ask oh could we split this or we'll just order one and split it but then some days they're more hungry than others and i right. love the concept of tapas and you mm-hmm. just you order a few and then it's okay if you're still hungry well we'll order a little more mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's just the i think it's such a great way to eat you get to try that's everything true. that's true a little here a little mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. oh yes oh yes there's some type of places here in um, downtown i think Södermal, maria Torriet, i think there's one ramlas it's called yes that one's pretty popular i think i've heard about it it's supposed to be good but i i just feel like okay if i cook my own food you know we cook always with um, olive oil at home yes. here we do some tapas sometimes you know a lot of different spanish dishes so why do i have to spend money on you know on this very expensive wine bottle of wine or something i think no 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 so i've never been to any of those these places mamas really? and tapas doing kunz hormen mm-hmm. never never I've been know. I've been to a few and I'm not that impressed but we go to one place it's um Bucaria. it's a yes. little pricey but uh, they do have that same concept mm-hmm. in a few of the things that you would find in, right. in Spain right but it costs a lot more than yes. it would in Spain but yes. I, I do like the food um mm. there so if you want to do that and meet up with somebody it's a good place to go yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does not compare to the real it thing. It does not. That's the thing. That's the thing. But of course, if you have never been to Spain or so, of course, it's just perfect for you. They have this. Um, my favorite is the pimentos de padron. Oh, I know. Love those. We discovered those on our first trip to Barcelona. Really? We had never had them before. Okay. And now we're hooked and we have to order them all the okay. time. Okay. <laughs> because, you know, you can buy them. I think I saw them yesterday. Where was it? In the supermarket. Um occasionally they're in our neighborhood Ica yeah and we've tried but and and it turns out okay but just a little bit of oil and a little bit of salt that's it they can get kind of spicy so you have to watch out have you tried some of them are very you never know which peppers are going to be spicy and which are going to be nothing right Right, that's a problem. So I'm like, should I buy it or not? That's what I thought yesterday when I saw it, you know, in the store. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not going to. But of course, buying it at a store in in Sweden, they have like a little bag full of them. And it's, how much is it? Like 60, 70 crowns. Yes. It kills you because if you went to Spain, what's that? Like two euros, three euros? Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Big difference. Biggest culture shocks? I can bring up one, the eating times. Yes, that's true. I felt that way too at the beginning. It was like a shock. I'm not hungry at 11.30. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Okay, so so for you, uh, average lunchtime, especially when you lived in Spain, when would you go eat? It was difficult, but at the same time, you get into it quite quickly. Because um, since I was, I started working as a teacher, like, very soon, mm-hmm. actually. So, you know, you, you, you're forced to follow... You that know. schedule. Yeah, the schedule. So lunch would be like at 12, quarter to 12, which was like, oh, God, at the beginning it was hard. But, you know, you still have to eat that salad and the pasta and oh, <laughs> goodness. So in Spain, what would it be more like one, one thirty? In this minute, it'd be like one thirty or 2 or 2.30. Wow. <laughs> so that makes a big difference because you've got this coffee or tea and with a little sandwich like in the morning after your breakfast at home. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So you usually go to this cafe or anywhere and you take your coffee uh, around 10 or 9.30, mm-hmm. 9, 10, 10.30 maybe. 
Uh, and that's how schools, the kids in school are educated. I mean, that's how they... So they that's have, like, in school, they have, they have a snack break. time like that. Yeah, they have this break. That's so smart. Okay, but nice. my other question that me and a, a lot of people that aren't from these countries wonder, the dinner. Okay, dinner? so it's bad enough in Italy that almost nothing opens until 8 p.m. for dinner. So we're always, normally, because we have had small children... We're trying to get there really quick before they fall asleep. We are the only people in the restaurants at eight o'clock. Nobody shows up until nine or nine thirty in Italy. Right. However, right. in Spain last week, mm-hmm. we were running behind with everything. We didn't even manage to leave the hotel. I mean, we're on vacation, but we left the hotel oh, a little after ten in the evening, thinking, "Oh gosh, I hope you know they'll still let us in." It was the most crowded I have ever seen this town. This was in Malaga. There were lines going out of all the restaurants. We ended up finding somewhere, finally got a table like around 10.30 or so, but completely packed, still people waiting right. for tables. And it wasn't just one restaurant. It was all the restaurants. All the and restaurants. It, you would have thought it was a holiday. The streets were packed with people just like mm-hmm. it should be the middle of the day. And when we left at 11.30, there were still lines at all the restaurants, people waiting. Who eats dinner? <laughs> I know, I know. It's and the, these weren't cafes or bars. These were actual like restaurants. meal restaurants. Right, right. So, but it could have been because it was a weekend. Is it not? I mean, it's usually weekends, and it's also the south of Spain and Malaga, for example. It's very special. I mean, it's they do go late for everything. <laughs> Yeah. They eat late, they go out late. I think the banks, they usually open a bit later than in Barcelona, for example. So uh-huh. it, there is a difference between South of Spain and North of Spain. Yes, there okay. is. There is. Okay, so like on a weekday, let's go back and take Barcelona. Yeah. What would be a normal dinner time? Dinner time would be 8.30. Um, you don't go before 8.30 or 8 to a restaurant in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Right. But then at, at home... At home, you can eat like at nine. Well, the same. 9.30 maybe. So my main question is, how does this work when you have to get up for work and school the next morning? How is everybody not completely exhausted when dinner can go on for a while? And I remember I went to bed at 10, 10.30. And I remember eating dinner at home with my parents. And that would be 8.30, quarter to 9, 9 sometimes. Uh And, you know, after that, just brush your teeth and... Right, right. <laughs> go to bed. Right. Uh, but then, what so time would you wake up? When does seven, school? Seven, and you go to school at eight. Yeah, about I think the same as here. But... Or, yeah, the same. Okay, but um, how long do you go to school? Is there a, a break time? Is there oh a nap God, time? That is a big difference. Same too. thing with uh, jobs, because I, I do know mm. that a lot of things are closed in the afternoons. Mm. Not everything. Some grocery stores are still open, and, and other mm. things. So, is it a regular thing when you're working there? Do you go home for a few hours if, let's just say, you work an office job? Or? Mm. Again, I mean, the difference between South of Spain and North of Spain, uh-huh. it'll be that. I mean, they take this siesta time, you right. know, you take a break, you take like two hours, maybe three hours or mm-hmm. even longer. I don't know. A break for lunch between oh, 1.30 so t- or 2 till uh, 4, 4.30. Yes, okay, More that would make sense from what I've seen with what's open and right. what's closed. Right, but that means that after 4.30, you're open until 8.30. Like with your, with your jobs, so you would work Yeah, longer. for jobs or I'm talking, um, well, I'm thinking more about, uh, you know, the uh, malls or right. grocery stores or supermarkets. Yeah, 8.30, they close, or oh, quarter to nine, yeah. But you work until, I don't know, could be 6, could be 7, could be 8.30, yeah. it depends. Because oh, you still okay. have these two hours for lunch, which is not really necessary. 
could you think? No. I mean, though well, I do like the idea of a nap after lunch. Yes, I, me too. But it's like, it'd be better to get home earlier in yeah, the I afternoon. Yeah, I would prefer I mean, to have my work done and then yeah. be able to totally relax. Yeah. But and I guess you get used because, to it. Yeah, I think it's more like social thing. You know, you go outside, you go to a restaurant for, to eat dinner with your, you know, colleagues. And, yeah. And it's, you have this social time. So there could be a reason why, you know. Yeah, <sighs> but it's such a, a long but, period of time. Yeah. Um, my yeah. experience in the places I've worked here mm-hmm. is they're really not very strict with lunch times. So no. If you work at a school, that's different. But it's just different, yeah. mm-hmm. offices, people pretty much take as long a lunch as they like. It's right. always at least an hour. Sometimes yeah. it can run more. And as long as you're doing your job and getting things oh, done, yes. oh, nobody yes. really cares. You that's know. true. They'll take you lunch, run some errands. That's so I, I think that's a nice thing. Uh, when right. I worked in the States, you would have maybe 30-minute lunch break and you mm-hmm. have to be back. Mm-hmm. You would either have to clock in or it's somebody else has to take theirs. Right. I, I never went together with people from work because it was so limited on mm-hmm. on time there Right. Uh, that you always went and just grabbed something as fast as you could alone right. and you have to get right back to relieve right. the next person. Mm-hmm. And this was at several different jobs. And I, I think that was a pleasant thing when I came here mm-hmm. to realize that, mm-hmm. oh my God, you can actually take time. You can get to know your coworkers because you get to go and, and eat lunch with them, visit, you can eat your That's meal. True. A, I do That's like true. that. Mm-hmm. So, But yeah, I've always wondered about how it works down in, mm-hmm. in Spain and mm-hmm. Italy. Then the schools. Yeah. I mean, the kids go to school, let's say 8.30 till uh, 1.30. Okay. Or 1. Mm-hmm. And then it's lunchtime and then you have to be back at school again at mm, 3, 3.30. They till serve- 4.30 or 5. So do so. they serve lunch at, at school or do a lot of people they go home? They do. Or, uh, or do that you have depends. a choice? So. You, have, you, can cho- you can choose. Okay. Little well, kids eat at, at school and when you're older... Well, you might want to go might out. Go, yeah, or, you go. Are the school lunches free? Are they included with school? I think they are included with school. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yes, they're it's included. Same here. Mm. I, I tell people in the States that... All lunches are mm. free at school right. because everybody needs to have a good meal to That's right. to learn and, and get along with their day. That's right. And mm-hmm. it's a buffet here, yeah. at least the schools I've experienced. And yes. you have like your meat option, your vegetarian option, mm-hmm. you have a soup, mm-hmm. you have some breads. You have salad. Right. There's so many choices. Oh, yes. and That's the, different in Spain. Right? The choices? Oh, God, it's not so good food. I mean, I understand <laughs> school food. It's oh, well, not school so good. food we is never that. the best. <laughs> but but you don't have these choices and you don't have this buffet. And no, 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 no. I so mean, what do they have? They, they have they have already these dishes and they pick up the dish and, and, and everything is prepared, like, so to say, you know, you cannot just choose. I'll choose a little bit of salad. I'll just soup today. No, I'll take the beef no i'll take you know uh-huh. uh, there are no choices no you take what they're serving you take yes <laughs> right yes yeah. uh-huh. oh and then the other thing is they only serve water and milk here yeah um in in the states a lot of schools will serve you can get soft they don't serve them but you can get soft drinks out of the vending machine uh-huh really um yeah so. that's not so good no it's not good at all <laughs> what about in spanish schools water Water. Just water, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really fascinating with the differences mm. in, oh, yes. in schools. Well, now that I remember, you had to pay in Spain for the uniform. Yeah, Like a school uniform. School uniform. I've noticed uh, in um, Spain and in Italy that the, 
the school children usually are wearing some sort of uniform. Yes, the little ones. The little uh-huh. ones, they still use it, especially private school. Oh, yes. Not, <laughs> not all the schools, but the private schools. Oh, yes, the private Catholic schools. You yes, know. I, oh, I went to one in, in the States and I had to wear a uniform for five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hated that oh, when I was a yes. kid. But now, as an adult, I think, oh, it's so adorable. But I'm, I'm not for uniforms. Did you have to wear a uniform? I had to wear a uniform as well. I mean, during eight, nine, ten years. I mean, a long time. Ooh. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I think, I don't remember if I was uh, 14. That was my last year. Because at 14, it was, you know, wear mm. what you wanted. <gasps> oh, but okay. uh, from the beginning till 14 years old, oh, God, and I hated it, like you say. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, terrible. So what, but, was, what was your uniform like? No, it was this blue, oh, God, dark blue, you know, very... Uh, and a white t-shirt under yeah. <laughs> and blue uh, socks and what about the shoes could you pick out what no, shoes you, you wanted you had to yes, wear yes yes yeah yes, same here oh. we had to wear these plaid blue skirt jumpers the girls did and then a white button-down shirt right. and right. white socks but you could wear whatever shoes right. you wanted so right. everybody would have you know pink rainbow bright shoes Anything, or whatever doesn't matter. yes yes terrible <laughs> it looks terrible, looks terrible mm. when mm-hmm. you do that i think but then all the girls we would always wear shorts under mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you want to go out and play and it's right. annoying that you have to wear this this right. dress everybody always wore shorts and when i would come home from school uh it was just a couple of buttons to take off the jumper and so every day i go and play with my friends you know what did the parents think like that poor little girl wears the same white shirt and blue shorts right. every day right <laughs> i don't see uniforms here no no that, i was thinking about that i never i never 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 mm, seen. i've never seen that either no. and we could be wrong maybe it exists somewhere but i certainly have never seen no me either no i'm lucky that none of my kids have to wear this uniform and it's it's free and it's, you know, it's, oh. I find it funny. We order the class picture every year. And I think it is so much fun to go through and see what the Swedish children wear for yeah. picture day. Because even though public schools don't need to wear uniforms mm-hmm. in the States, there are a lot of rules. You know, if you wear a skirt, it has to be below the knee. And you can't have, oh, your boy, right. you can't that's wear right. earrings unless you cover them up. It's it's different rules in different areas. Yes. But yes. let's go with Texas and the Houston yeah. area. Boys can't have long hair. Yeah, shoulders have to be covered. No shorts allowed, even when it's 100 degrees outside. You're not allowed oh, to wear shorts. God. So you have to wear long pants or a long skirt. You can choose what you like, but there are certain certain things. Yes. And I look at the pictures of the Swedish children. Yeah. And I have to send them to my friends over there because, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they're all wearing shorts. They're wearing tank tops. I know. The boys' hair is way past their shoulders. Right. And they can wear whatever jewelry they like. It's a whole different like thing. Like a third of the kids have pink hair, blue hair. You're not allowed to, at least where I came from, you're still not allowed to dye your hair mm. any color because they, they think it's too distracting. Oh. And around here, everybody's got like blue hair, pink hair, purple hair. Yeah. And I really don't think it's distracting anybody. No. <laughs> the girls, sometimes they'll wear little half tops. You know, you'll right. see their belly or something. Right. Very much not allowed back in Texas. But I, I think it's great that they're allowed to be themselves and express themselves That's right. how they like. That's right. When we went up to the school that they're currently at, we went up for open house where you, mm. you look around during a regular yeah. school day. There were kids wearing pajama jumpsuits, basically, in in those zip-up pajamas that go all the way to the feet. Some of them were animal costumes. I think it's great. 
Well, before we wrap it up, my my tip, I don't know if it's a tip or a just be aware if you haven't lived here very long, March 25th is Waffle Day. So okay. uh, be ready for waffles to be everywhere, waffles on sale, everybody's going to be eating waffles. So the story I got about Waffle Day, mm. have you heard about this? Not really, no. Okay, again, I don't know if this is true or not, this is the story that the other Swedes tell me, is that Waffle Day is March 25th, and it's exactly nine months before the day that we celebrate Christmas Day. Right. So this should be, if you're going by that calendar, this would be when the Virgin Mary conceives Jesus. Right. In Swedish, you call the Virgin Mary, you call her uh, Our Lady, Vår Fru. Yeah. And so this is the day of Our Lady, Vår Fru Dagen, Vår Fru Dagen, Waffle Dagen. Really? This is the story I heard. And that's why it's Waffle Day. Are you serious? I never heard of this. Of a mispronunciation of Our Lady's Day. Amazing. I'll have to check it out. Any excuse for a day that we all eat waffles, that works for me. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my tip is um, don't forget to eat waffles March 25th. 25th. This place is great with their cinnamon bun days and their similar days Mm -hmm. and all their pastry holidays and I'm all for it. So let's wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much for coming and well, thank doing you. this. Yeah. Thank you. It's been Heather. a lot of fun. What are we going to do now? Go out and eat some tapas maybe. We should do that. <laughs> if, if you cook them. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. Bye.